I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Hey everybody. everybody, this is Apologies Accepted, the, the podcast. podcast, and I'm not Theo, and I am not Juliet, and I'm mad about that, because <laughs> I'm in Sedona this week, yes. and he's jealous, very, um, that's about, the only thing I've done is I, I was going to come up here today um, from where I am in southern Arizona, but uh, I decided on Friday on a whim to just come on up on Friday. Um, so I've been here a couple of days now. I went yesterday and did some exploring in Sedona and around, um, took a drive to Cottonwood and went to Tuzagut National Monument where they have some old uh, pueblos and walked around there. Um, everywhere the dog was allowed, I went basically. So uh, today I'm probably going to do some hiking with the dog because, of course, I've got my dog with me and she's not allowed in restaurants mostly or anything like that. So <laughs> no um, casual cocktails on the porch overlooking the Red Rocks or anything like that for us, unfortunately, on this trip. But um, Sophie's we'll, not we'll a drinker. Her. Sophie's not a drinker. She's sober. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, as I was discussing with Theo uh, before the podcast, we'll get her into daycare at some point so I can um, travel without the dog more frequently. But um, I do enjoy having her with me. She's a good companion, so I'm not not complaining. It's just there's limited things you can do when you're on a trip with a dog. I I mean, yeah, uh, totally. And I will say as a fan of daycare, um yeah as it is marvelous because you both get to have a wonderful day exactly yeah i used to take josie to daycare when um, i went to work and she absolutely loved it so you'd get excited to go in the morning and then she would be excited to come home so it's the best of both worlds totally so yeah yeah totally so all right what are we going to talk about today theo oh wait wait what's shaking bacon oh yeah okay thank goodness i forgot what's shaking i have so many important things to discuss with you for instance i'm watching gossip girl um (laughs) which is so important Um, it still it still exists no it's some sort of a stupid reboot and i'm not watching it oh um okay we've well but it's it's on tv when we Uh can't find anything else to watch i see right and that includes like i don't know the cooking channel the golf channel like oh the golf (laughs) channel's not on i guess we're gonna have to watch a gossip girl (laughs) so it's a reboot and i never saw the original show i've heard of it Right. Uh-huh. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It, really? Will, yeah. Yes. Dumber it, than Real Housewives. It is dumber than Real Housewives. Dumber than With, the Paris Hilton thing. Okay, the stop, real... stop. You're really challenging what I. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. It's 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 pretty fucking dumb, right? And and what's dumb about it? There's so much drama, right? There's so much drama. But the whole the whole thing around Gossip Girl is it's like a blog. Or mm-hmm. it's it really, it's sort of Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. So Gossip Girl is a columnist who is posting things on Instagram and has like 30 million followers. And uh-huh. really, it's three teachers who work at this private high school. And the three teachers are obsessed with the lives of their students. Oh, uh-huh. 
So the teachers spy on the students. Boy, is that creepy. Right? And it's like, Sylvia kissed Mark. And I have a fun. It's one of the teachers doing it. And then, and mind you, this is high school, right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So one of the teachers is dating a student. Ooh. Uh-huh. High school. Ooh. High school. Ooh. Um, yep. And, well, and so even Uwier. <laughs> even Uwier? <laughs> More ooh. Um, so th- so they're, uh, so the, it's a gay student and a gay teacher. Because you couldn't have a gay student uh-huh. dating. Sorry, teacher. Um, and the gay student, uh, there's another gay student. Right, who has a crush on the teacher? I'm kind of not really following the storyline, and it's been a good handful of weeks since I saw it. But like one of them, one of the one of the teens has gotten a little stalkery with the teacher, and the teacher is now blackmailing that student. I mean, it just goes places. It's so stupid. Holy shit! It, but if there is, if the Golf Channel is not on, <laughs> I highly recommend Gossip Girl. Uh, and so, and I can't believe I just shared that with you. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, I went to my friend Kate's house last night. Uh, we had dinner. She made a marvelous dinner, and she's not a listener, so I can say this. Um, it, I had a really lovely time and uh, left about 9.30, and she was like, you know, you can hang out longer. And I'm like, no, it's it's 9.30 <laughs> on a Saturday. It's my bedtime. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then not last night, but this week. I had a dream about the podcast, right? Oh, no. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, I was at uh, some sort of a hotel, right? And this teen girl, so not a little girl, but not an adult. I guess that would be teen. Why am I mm-hmm. over-explaining this? With really, like, curly blonde hair um, came up to me, and I was reading a book or whatever, right? And I'm sitting in this lobby, and she came up to me, and she said, are you Theo? And I was like, oh, she recognized me. And then I was like, yes, I am. And you're the first person I've ever met in the wild who has recognized <laughs> me from the show. How are you? And she was like, I'm fine. I've listened to your show a couple of times. And I was like, oh, that's great. She was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad in my dream about oh, my funny. own dumb show. How that's dare funny. she? So... Yeah, anyway, that is what's shaking bacon. A, a bunch of um, nothing, which is wonderful. And uh, other than not going places <laughs> because of yeah. your dog. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else is going on? How's the house? What else is shaking with me? Um, mm, work is a nightmare. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's fine. I'm lucky to have a job, grateful, all that kind of thing. Um, oh, oh, but um, speaking of work, we've got a team building exercise coming up this week, and I had to read a book for it. So um, I oh. know, right? <laughs> you had to read a book, or you decided you needed to read a book? No, we were assigned a book for the team building Fuck exercise. Off. Right? Um, it, fortunately it only took me like one evening to read, but, um, I, I was just like, what the fuck? This is going to be some bullshit. And it kind of was, I mean, that all that stuff is bullshit, but it was at least an entertaining book. It was written in a sort of anecdotal style and it was not, not, not really well written, but it, it at least kept my attention. So that was good. Thank God for that. Um, so thanks to my CIO for not assigning a piece of crap, um, boring book to read. 
but um, so now we've got to go do the the exercise and it's going to be like involving uh, it's going to be virtual so there won't be like trust falls or any of that crap but I know we're going to have to talk about like our our histories and like tell talk about like what our childhood was like and stuff like that and at work like, dude you don't even want to go there <laughs> no you can just lie that's it just that's lie what, that's what my friend Michelle said just make, make up, up things totally so, but one of the one of the focuses uh, of the book is that you have to trust each other. <laughs> well, they can trust so the fuck lie. off. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all that's going on with me. I, I've got it. So I have to tell you right now. Um, when I was at dinner last night with Kate, her friend yeah. Peter is there, and. Peter was telling me that he also had to coordinate a an exercise, a team building, community building exercise, right? Yeah. And it was his to do, and um, he had to come up with it. And he spent a total of five minutes googling, and he <laughs> found an exercise where you draw a pig, uh huh, and then you there's personality traits depending on how you draw your pig, right? Oh, so if no. the pig is looking to the left, the pig is looking to the right. If the pig has two eyes, two feet, four feet, curly tail, whatever, that's, right? That's bullshit. It all, mm-hmm. So is what you're doing. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just love that your company had a book and Peter's company was like, you do it. They Googled a pig. Uh-huh. They just Googled. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you know next week how it went. Well, we're going to do this pig exercise one day, you and I. We're, <laughs> we're both going to draw a pig. But see, I've ruined it because now you know that there's like... like but I don't know what the traits personality. are. Personality. So. Right. Yeah. But it already will be... <laughs> you'll already be overthinking it as you draw. I'm going to Google it now and see what the best way to draw a pig <laughs> <know>. is. <laughs> I've done that on those personality things where uh, I work for a company and there was one personality trait that was like, they called it the Jesus trait. Oh, my God. And I, I can't remember the name of the test or whatever, because it's all stupid bullshit, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, well, my real answer is this, but I know the better answer would be this uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. So I faked my way through the personality trait. Because <laughs> I Why wanted not? to be like Jesus. Why not? Yeah. Speaking of like Jesus, <laughs> looking today. for the segue, today we're talking about somebody who... Did turn the other cheek, Chris Rock. Yeah, right. that's true. It's somebody who is not like Jesus because the devil got a hold of him, according to Denzel that's Washington. Right. That's yeah. right. And here we are, Will Smith in the slap. Yeah. So if you haven't heard, if you've been living under the proverbial rock or just hibernating, uh, for the winter. Or you're above this sort of stuff. Or you're above this sort of stuff, which if it weren't for this podcast, I probably would be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew. I was like, this is going to be so painful for her. Um, but all right, here we are. Yeah, here we are. So Will Smith, if you don't know who Will Smith is, um, he's also known as the Fresh Prince. And he became famous first as part of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And they're a hip hop duo and they had a bunch of hits in the 80s and, and early 90s. Um, I don't remember any of the songs, but I know that if you played one, I'd probably know it. So I forgot he started off. He did that way. 
Yeah. He totally did. He then had some popular solo albums and then um, starred in the sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which was very popular, like I said, a popular sitcom, very popular. Um, so that was a few years of his life. And, and then he went on to star in movies like Bad Boys in 1995 and Men in Black in 1997 and a number of sequels of Bad Boys and Men in Black. And then he was in, most recently, King Richard, for which he won an Academy Award for Best Actor this year. And that's uh, for his portrayal of Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Um, So that made Will Smith the first rapper to win an acting Oscar. But, 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 during the 94th Academy Awards on March 27th of this year, Smith walked on stage and slapped presenter and comedian Chris Rock after Rock made a joke about his wife Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head with a reference to the film G.I. Jane. Smith then went back to his seat and yelled at Rock twice, saying, Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Um, the, the reason this was controversial is because Jada Pinkett Smith had been diagnosed with alopecia in 2018 and later shaved her head due to the condition. So it seemed to me watching the replays, I, I should have watched like a, a full replay, but I've seen pieces. And it seemed to me like when Chris Rock first made the joke, Will Smith laughed. That is what happened on, at least on camera. So yeah. It is what happened. Yeah, it happened on camera and off camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, he laughed. And then I don't know if he looked at his wife and she was mad because she kind of had an expression on her face the whole time that like she wasn't happy about it. And maybe Will Smith saw, noticed that and then got up and walked walked up the stage. Uh, apparently anybody can walk on stage at the Oscars. Like it's I, I didn't see the whole thing, but I mean, apparently you don't have to climb up any stairs or anything. It's just right there. You just get, get on the stage, walk up to whoever's there. It's really close to you. It's really convenient and accessible. And you can smack the hell out of anybody you want. And that's what he did. Um, yep, exactly. And because he was up for best actor, when you're in the running for a prize, you're in the front row. And so it's oh. real easy. In theory, it's real easy to get so on stage. So you can get on stage to accept your yeah. award or whatever. Right. Because, you know, Kanye oh, that did that with uh, Taylor Swift, where he got on stage. Right? Yeah. And so nobody learned from that and apparently continue to. Well, yeah, but what? That was like also 20 years ago? I don't know when that happened. We did an episode on it. Maybe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Don't they have anyone like doing contingency planning or anything? Anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, But later that night, Smith was named best actor, as I mentioned, for King Richard. And in his acceptance speech, he did apologize to the Academy of Motion Pictures and the other nominees, but he did not apologize to Chris Rock. Um, His acceptance speech, in which he appealed to God, calling on him to do crazy things in the name of love, was described by The Economist as dangerous, self-serving cant, which also noted, The Economist also noted that he received a partial standing ovation from the audience. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is weird, Well, I think. I saw it when it happened, right? And I thought when it happened, oh, this is a bit. That looks like... Is that what you thought, really? Yep. Uh, Well, I mean, where and what planet would Will Smith get up and slap Chris Rock across the face? Well, he has a reputation for being like a really really kind of amiable... Yeah, friendly friendly character, right? Yeah, Yeah, he... uh, He's known as the likable guy, and I haven't read his biography, but I did see a little thing where uh, this personality trait of his, where he yes. needs to be likable, 
Um, yes. He and his he, therapist. He developed a persona when he was a kid, in part because of the abuse of his um, father, of his mother by his father. And, and he called that character Uncle Fluffy. Right. And so, you know, when you have... I, I had no idea about Uncle Fluffy, but I certainly knew that Will Smith was the nicest guy on the planet. So, I mean... Right. Wh- whatever. But... Um, I've derailed you. No, There's no. So much ahead. here. I mean... It, that's fine. This this can be a freeform podcast if we want. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it hasn't been up until now? <laughs> <laughs> it's been very rigid. <laughs> so, okay, so Smith did publicly apologize to Chris Rock via Instagram anyway the next day. And he said, I'll tell you what he said, um, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. So many quick thoughts about that. Uh, First of all, the thing I really like about it is uh, the statement, not indicative of the man I want to be. Most Uh, people in this situation will say things like, this wasn't me. Right. Right. But he's like, that this isn't this isn't who I aspire to be, and so that feels that that was like okay, wow, good, good for you. But then, then there's just the bullshit move of I'm a work in progress. It's the right. biggest cop out ever. It's and the worst. It's like we're don't all mind me. fucking God work. isn't finished with me yet. <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> yes, God is finished with you. God is done. <laughs> yeah, I hate that too. That I'm a work in progress. It's like don't you know? Don't pay attention to what I've done. I'm I'm don't not, blame I'm perfect. Don't blame me. Right, not my fault. I'm not a work in fault. progress. Not an excuse. Uh, it's not an excuse. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I I miss the thing of the man I want to be. That I think you're right. That's that's good. Yeah. That when I read that, I was like, oh wow, that's really self aware, and this is going to be a good apology. Mwah. I mean, we'll get into that, but uh, but yeah, it just ends on that bullshit note, and it's like, yeah. okay, this just negates everything for me. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, which is interesting because he's obviously been in therapy because that's where he he and his therapist talked about Uncle Fluffy, I guess, and and he also talked about his other personality or his other persona, which he called the General, who's the guy that comes out when he gets mad. Um, but I guess his therapist didn't vet his first apology. Oh, well, I guess his therapist isn't working with him on his compartmentalization. Like, yeah. I think that's probably the bigger problem here. <laughs> right. Try to integrate these parts of yourself. I mean, I'm a mess, but none of them have names. <laughs> could be a whole fucking party around. with me. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Isabella is the one that said that. Not me. <laughs> Sorry, we all so have our was, coping mechanisms. That's my Right. There yeah. was another statement on April 1st, which was three days ago. Um, and he said, I have directly 
responded to the Academy's disciplinary hearing notice, and I will fully accept any and all consequences for my conduct. My actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. The list of those I have heard is long and includes Chris, his family, many of my dear friends and loved ones, all those in attendance, and global audiences at home. I betrayed the trust of the Academy. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work. I am heartbroken. I want to put the focus back on those who deserve attention for their achievements and allow the Academy to get back to the incredible work it does to support creativity and artistry in film. So I am resigning from membership in the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. Change takes time and I am committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence to overtake reason. I think that's a better statement than the first one. It's it's a much better statement. And I mean, I... I never really thought about this until this morning, but Venus and Serena just cannot catch a break. Yep, yep. Nope. You know, I mean, we this all started. Yep. This, all of this started. All of it. Because we did Jane Campion, right? So yes. the Oscars situation is, is our fault. Um, <laughs> Jane Campion said something about Venus and Serena not competing against men and diminished them. Yep. And then... Here they are, like Ready executive producers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and nobody's talking about them or their father or their picture or anything. It is all about Will Smith smacking somebody. Yeah. So yeah, he did ruin it for them. And then um, the the documentary that Chris Rock was giving an award to, and I've forgotten the name of it, but it was produced by Questlove, right? Summer um, of Soul or something? Yes, yes. Um, it was good. I haven't, I, I haven't seen it. I didn't know about it beyond it won an Academy mm-hmm. Award. But um, sort of, the, not sort of, the fucked up thing here is that um, Questlove won and Chris Rock said, and, you know, winner is blah, blah, uh, Questlove and four white guys, which it's funny and cool and get uh-huh. it, right? Uh-huh. One of the guys isn't white. He's South Asian and he was upset because he's oh. the first South Asian to win an Oscar oh. and was like, Chris Rock could not win. I am, you know, I've been diminished and it's like, yeah. yeah, I, I know it sucks. You got an Oscar and I don't have one. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can refuse it. That's true. You can. Yeah. Well so, solved. We've uh, killed the Oscars. Everybody yeah, should turn their prizes in and just stop <laughs> awarding yourself prizes. But um, yeah, yeah. I I was like, wow, Venus and Serena, you guys, it, is this like the cursed movie or what's up? I know. It's really unfortunate right. for them. And so, they didn't do anything to deserve it. Well, it, it, so here's, right. <laughs> How funny if they had. <laughs> you know somebody on the planet is like good i'm glad it's happening to them <laughs> but um so many so many bad things happen out of all of this and and one of those things that struck me is that will smith was portraying a man who in the 90s was seen as abusive and angry yeah yeah he did right. not do anything to cha- i mean that movie was supposed to change that narrative yeah. And slapping somebody in the face doesn't change that narrative in the end. 
Especially when you huh. say, I was inspired by the spirit. He doesn't say this verbatim. I have what he said, but he was basically like, I felt the spirit of Richard Williams move my hand. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but like sort of similarly, like he's supposed to be um, recovering or, or whatever, dealing with the effects of the abuse that his father um, perpetrated on his mother. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, taking that, those learnings and becoming a, a kind person, he is instead slapping the shit out of people on the uh, Academy Awards stage. Exa- it's just like, no. I mean, no. right. I get Find a new therapist, Will. I don't think this is working for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, yep. And then, you know, the other thing is it doesn't help the movement. And by movement, I mean the progressive movement. Right. Uh-huh. Um, this feeds a narrative that men are violent and that black men are violent. Right. right? And so I, um, I don't know who said it, but I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a, a stunning analysis. Where uh, I wish I knew who said it. He said Chris Rock had the weight of the black race on his shoulders when he stood there. And did not respond to the slap. Right. Because then it would have become, oh, those people. Right. Oh, all they do is fight. Right. Right. And I mean, it kind of is that way with what Will Smith did. But if Chris Rock had retaliated, it would have been even worse. You no, know, totally. And, you know, and of course, there, and I, I get to like, oh, defending your wife's honor and all that bullshit, right? And sure, was was Chris Rock's joke in bad taste? Yeah, it was. But, you know, the question is, was Chris Rock aware of the alopecia uh, condition, right? He was. And I talk about that a little bit, or I will talk about that. Okay, good, because I've, I've heard two different things, but I didn't dive into either of them. I okay. was just like, oh, well, it means one thing if he did, and it means another thing if he didn't, but all right, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, so, and we... And, um, now I'm like, oh, we'll let's talk get about to that, that later. So, okay. <laughs> but now, um, the Academy announced last Wednesday that it had initiated disciplinary proceedings against Will Smith. Um, apparently they had strongly considered taking him out of the Oscars after he slapped Chris Rock. Um, they're so brave. I know, right? Uh, A source close to the situation said there were immediate discussions, but the Academy decision makers were seated in various spots in the Dolby Theater and couldn't mobilize to make a decision before he won Best Actor. And what that says is they did not plan for this shit in advance. Now, they had better fucking plan for it now. They should have planned for it after what's-his-name and Taylor Smith— after he got up on stage when, when he shouldn't have been on stage. Like, what what do we do when somebody goes on stage who shouldn't be there? You should remove them. I mean, it's as simple as that. And there's no excuse for them not having planned for that in advance. Right. Or even if you didn't plan for that in advance, you should... Well, yeah, it's what you're saying. Uh, yeah. You should, have, you should have policies and plans in place right. for right. what do we do if somebody gets really drunk? What do we do if right. somebody, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can't just leave these things to chance. And and surely they have some policies of that sort. And they just they were just surprised maybe that it was someone as, as famous as Will Smith that was causing the problem. And they weren't they weren't sure, like, do we want to antagonize Will Smith? Can we afford to risk that? Um, and they, they weren't um, there wasn't someone there bold enough to say, yes, go get him off. Well, the, and it's like, what's Will the Smith going to do? Never act again? And Hollywood's yeah. going to shut down? 
No. Come on, guys. I don't know. I don't understand how Hollywood works. Oh, I'll tell you. We'll get there. (laughs) But Chris Rock did not press charges against Will Smith, which was very generous of him, in my opinion. Um, The Los Angeles Police Department said they would not open an investigation unless Chris Rock changed his mind and decided to file a police report. So I don't understand that. Is this not a crime, no matter who files a police report or doesn't file a police report? I think in most cases like this, something like this, if somebody goes up to someone in front of a police officer and smacks the shit out of them, I think they can be arrested whether that person who got smacked files a police report or not, because it's a crime. You don't, you don't have to get agreement from the victim that it was a crime. I mean, I would say I agree with you 100%. So apparently that's not the way the world organized or the way the I guess. way it works or whatever. If you're um, famous, it certainly doesn't work that way. Well, you know, actually, okay, so I know that I know there's been a change in this law, but it used to be that if there was a domestic dispute and the cops showed up, they would ask the, we'll use the word victim, they would ask the victim, do you want to press charges? And if the victim said right. no, the cop would go away. But now right. if you're called, you have to arrest oh, somebody, right? I guess. Uh, well, you don't have Maybe. to arrest somebody like Hey, your grandma <laughs> looks like she'll make a perfect. I need a. I need an arrest. Um, they, the victim does not have to. The, I mean, the victim Press doesn't. Charges. Yeah, thanks. That's it. Um, and so, and I kind of, I like, I don't. It's not that I don't know about this, but I don't know about this, right? Um, I'm not in social work and don't have to deal with cops around violence, so. Yeah. Sort of like, I, I don't know how it works, but I think it would work that way, but it doesn't. It uh, didn't. So, yeah. So he didn't get arrested. And um, Rock said during a stand-up performance in Boston on March 31st that Will Smith had not reached out to him personally and that they hadn't spoken since the ceremony. So there was the Instagram apology, but not an in-person apology, which is a little surprising to me and not very nice. Well, especially since... Um who was it who said I can see I can see his face? Was it was it Diddy? Um, somebody said it's all been worked out. We worked it out backstage. It's all love, right? Yeah. And I wish I could remember. It wasn't Con- well for sure. It wasn't Kanye, um, but it was it was somebody, and they were a musician, right? Um, yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, what were you doing at the Oscars? <laughs> it probably was Sean Combs because um, he he was there and he had some something to do with it. Okay, after right. The fact that's so and and it's all love sounds very much like something he would say. Yeah. So and I guess apparently it's not all love. It's not all love. There, there's a little bit of not love. It's involved. a slap full of love, Juliet. <laughs> Um, so Will Smith has some upcoming movies, including Emancipation, which is a hundred million dollar high prestige drama for Apple, which is interesting, an action thriller at Netflix, a remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, where he would star opposite Kevin Hart for Paramount. Oh, and that'd the be second fun. Installment, it might be. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it might be fun. I don't know who Kevin Hart is, but. Um, uh, comedian and, uh, anyway, I, I can see it as fun. But, you know, here's the thing. Can I ever see Will Smith again as the completely likable, totally nice guy? I don't, no. I don't think so. I think that's the problem. Like, his, his brand is tarnished. Oh, oh yeah. 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 
which is sad because it was kind of a nice brand, even though it wasn't true. Uh, he said himself in his book, um, I am a black man in Hollywood. In order to sustain my position, I can't get caught slipping, not even once. I had to be perfect at all times. And now he has, in fact, slipped. Yep. And and it wasn't even that he slipped as... This isn't a slip. This is like... It's not a slip. It's yeah, deliberate. Yeah. This... It's not like, oh, I had a girlfriend on the side, which also would be deliberate, but, you know, this. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of talk about Jada Pinkett Smith, speaking of girlfriends on the side, having having male uh, partners that are not her husband. There's I, I ran into a lot of gossip about that, and I don't know if it's true or not, although she did say she had an affair when they were separated. Well, you um, don't have an affair when you're separated because you're separated. So it's not right. an affair. You're dating, right? Um, sure. I In my book, that sure. is, right? Um, <laughs> and I have heard the same thing. I so don't care. Yeah, I know. I don't care either. I don't care what she does. It's uh, none of my business. It's rich people doing rich people things, right? Yeah, exactly. And maybe poor people do this too. Probably. I'm sure. <laughs> Everybody does. Everyone has affairs. Um, yeah, I, I, whatever for that, right? It's like if Chris, well, I can't wait to find out about the Chris Rock and the, and the alopecia yeah. thing. Yeah. Because um, it doesn't, I mean, in the end, it doesn't matter if he knew or if he didn't know. It was a not not the I'm looking for this word. I was gonna say off color joke. Um, we'll go with that, but that's not the word I want. Um, it was a it was a it, bad taste. It was just all bad taste, right? Yeah. But he doesn't deserve to get slapped. No, absolutely not. I don't think so. The violence is not uh, the answer. Right. Well, <laughs> so yeah. And then speaking of slap, um, I have a friend, and let's call her not Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Okay. Who? Because it's not Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> okay. I promise it's not her. So, not Sarah Jessica Parker said she was talking to a couple of her gay black friends, and they said, "Oh, well, this just proves that Will Smith is gay because who slaps somebody? <laughs> you punch them, right?" And, that's that's funny, but also homophobic. Well, right and. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sexist too. Um, and sexist. And I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I do think that I had like a little thing of, oh, this is staged. It's a stage slap. Right. And if this was real, he wouldn't have slapped him. He would have punched him. Right. right. I had that sort of thing in my brain. Uh, it just hadn't really formed. But it, the minute yeah, I heard it, it I was went like, through yeah. my mind to wonder why he hadn't punched him. And maybe he didn't, I don't know. Maybe a slap is the least yeah. violent thing you can do in the field of violence. I, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> right? So it's a slap of love. Um, it, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about your thinking this might be staged. Well, I don't think it was staged, but I did in the moment because it was just such a so unexpected, makes zero sense. So yeah. it's got to be staged, right? Yeah. Oh, Hollywood, you're so stupid, right? And so here, you know, here's the thing. The Oscars have been decreasing in popularity over time. And, 
the audience is um, like, we'll say non-existent at, uh, as of last year. They had like 9 million <laughs> viewers. Oh, um, wow. They had 15 million viewers the year before. But, you know, they're more of like a 35 million viewer ship. Um, I see. So like the a not important football game gets on average 17 million viewers. Right. Oh, wow. So there are more people just watching some Unimportant. Some game. Yeah, exactly. Monday night, whatever's on. Tuesday night, whatever. Who cares, right? right? Um, then, then the Oscars, and so the Oscars really needed to step things up, and yeah. that's. I mean, I won't say that's why Billie Eilish won, but it doesn't hurt that Billie sure. Eilish won because so popular. She's popular, and she's going to bring in the young, right? Yeah. And then again, we'll get down to Jane Campion winning Best Director. And deserved it, sure, absolutely. But there was the talk that she was only getting it because she was the only woman nominated, right? Mm. And same with Will Smith, that he was getting Best Actor because, well, he was the only person of color in in that. And the Oscars are starting to pay attention to the... They're paying attention to what people say. So we will remember Oscar So White in 2016, um, and the boycott of the Oscars. And if not, then in 2015, no people of color were nominated for wow. any performances at all. Right. Wow. And the same thing happened again in 2016. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they released all of the like, so-and-so's up for best picture, so-and-so's up for this, so-and-so's up for that. Um, there was a boycott movement Oscars so white and Jada Pinkett Smith was a vocal proponent of that boycott and absolutely mm. please are you kidding mm -hmm. um so fully on board with that and I will say Chris Rock said um he said Jada Pinkett Smith boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties I wasn't invited <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's funny because she's yeah. a tv actress right so yeah. I, mean, I mean she's done film of course but whatever so so cool and so when the slap happened i was tracking with the okay well this is a way to like get buzz going and you know it'll turn out to be some snl thing or it'll be not snl but it'll be a skit right it, it's gonna right. be funny and then then it wasn't but it i'll say the ceremony went on and, and whatever. And it was like, well, okay, something's got to be up with that. I did not hear Will Smith shouting, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Oh, really? Had I heard that? Well, you know, I had friends over. It was my birthday weekend. Okay. It was post day after my birthday. So I was right. mourning the passing of my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> of course, so I was as you do. crying and talking to people. Yeah. And so I wasn't full on watching the Oscars because, again, I just assumed it was some sort of a skit. Um, yeah. And, and I'll say like five minutes later, one of my friends had Googled something and they were like, uh, this doesn't seem like it was a skit, right? Wow. And so, so yeah. So, Yes. Did at the, in that moment, did I think? Yes, I did. And why did I, I think it? Because one, it looks so fake. It looks staged. And then yeah. two. Um, it's so unlikely. They need, they need surprises in the Oscars. This, this right. show was a bit fresher 
than last year's was just a funeral party. It was off. I mean, no wonder nobody watched it. You know, it was outdoors, oh. socially distanced tables, right? Like people running oh. around with Lysol spraying the air so that nobody <laughs> would get COVID. It's just, you know. How far we've come. It wasn't the escape people wanted. It was a reminder that like, you're going to die of COVID. Wow. So, yeah. All right. So it wasn't fake. We're all agreeing on that. Yes. I think. Um, it's real. So let's talk about the... Let's talk about not the apology so much as my opinion about the apology okay. or our opinion about the apology. <laughs> so um, a lot of black women on social media have been saying that white people should keep their opinions to themselves about this incident because there are subtleties to the situation that white people don't understand. Why? And I think that's true. I don't. Well, I'll tell you. So some of these subtleties were explained by a woman with alopecia who appeared in Chris Rock's documentary, Good Hair. Okay. This documentary by Chris Rock focused on the issue of how black American women have perceived their hair and historically styled it. The film explores the current styling industry for black women, images of what's considered acceptable and desirable for black Americans' hair in the United States, and their relation to black American culture. So Sheila Bridges, who was in the documentary, told TMZ that she was disappointed that the comedian decided to joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's condition at the Oscars. She said she was a little bit surprised that Rock made the jest after talking to her at great length about the challenges of the condition. Bridges, who had spoken with Rock about living with alopecia, condemned both stars actions, saying both the joke and altercation helped reinforce stereotypes about black people. And she went on to say, the first stereotype is about black women, that black women can be or should be disrespected in public, and that we are so strong that nothing bothers us, nothing hurts us, that we have this impenetrable armor and we're never to be protected, she said. When Chris Rock made the joke about Jada Pickett Smith's hair or bald head, to me, he was publicly disrespecting yet another black woman. And then Will Smith reacts by playing back into the stereotype about black men, you know, being violent, not being able to sort of control themselves. So I just feel like it was bad behavior all the way around. I agree. Absolutely. And that's 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 exactly how I feel. So I'm not sure what Will Smith could should have or could have done to protect his wife against the joke like the one Chris Rock made, if he should have at all, because I think it seems to me these types of jokes are common at the Oscars. Or is that, or is that just at roasts? I mean, is it? I don't. It. I mean, you know. So, so you have the thing of comedians play rough, right? Yeah. And and making jokes about and I'm I've been running on the assumption that Chris Rock was not aware that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia because I didn't know, right? <laughs> Okay. And I know she's been vocal about she's not on my radar. She's not in my world. I I don't hear yeah, yeah. from her that yeah. it's just not a thing, right? Um she's not on a real housewife show, so you know. Um Right. Yeah. But you're not a friend of Will Smith either. And like apparently Chris Rock and Will Smith were friendly, if not friends. Well, right. And also I'm not a friend of Will Smith, well, especially now because he hits people, but um <laughs> Yeah. And but I but I'm intrigued by this white people should keep their opinions to themselves about the physical violence. And it's like, no, I know what social decorum is. I know when it's broken. I know when bonds of trust are broken. I know right. what I I know what public behavior is. I know what it is like to set well, I don't know what it's like to set fire to a career. But no, I I I disagree with that. I don't have opinions about what it means because it, that black it happened between two black people. Um, I may have opinions about that, but I don't really right. My opinions about the violence or my uh -huh. thoughts around the violence. 
Right. And so, so yeah, right. I'm hoping well, to tease out some nuance there so that I can understand it, so that I can end up agreeing with this person. Well, there are some women who say that black women should be defended by their black men. I mean, that whole thing is just to me, like, that's, what's the word? Feels anti-feminist uh, to me. It's, it's anti-feminist and it's like, it's, uh, God, what is it when you're only focused on straight people? Oh, heteronormative. It's heteronormative. See how I and can just, just cough that word right out? <laughs> and no problem at all. I know that if I were in Jada's situation, the most I would ever want my husband to do would be to like show me some kind of support by like standing next to me or like holding my hand or something like that. But if he did what Will Smith did, I'd be embarrassed and horrified. I'd be so angry. I I would be not upset. be thrilled at all. Or there'd be no good that came out of it. No. Be like you took a bad situation. And made, and made it, it worse. so many other things. Yeah. Right. It was Absolutely. about, this moment was about me and you've made it about you. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know what else Will Smith could have done other than to like, in some way show support for his husband, but he did not have to respond violently. Well, I think that that is the truth, no matter what your perspective. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, what, so there, right? And what he could have done is he could have strode up onto the stage. Let's say he's so, you know, angry, yeah. whatever, right? And picked up the microphone and said something like, my wife is beautiful and I love her and right. I think you're a dick, right? Yeah, that would work too. Yeah. That, done. America's Hero just, solves the know. problem again. <laughs> And this has been Apologies Accepted. On the podcast. <laughs> but I'm not sure I do have too much more to say about this. I mean, this is this is such a tempest in a teapot, really. I mean, although there are a lot of interesting... Mm -hmm. What? Oh, no, keep going, because, yes, tempest okay. in a teapot. There are a lot of interesting um, um, elements to this, that, like, like the, the black women being strong and not being defended, that I wouldn't have thought about if I hadn't read um, some stuff on the internet, on TMZ, of all places. Um, but, but really, it's just these people um, behaving badly, rich people behaving badly. Yep. And I, I'm not there for that. No, and the Academy is weak and ineffectual, and, um, yeah. you know, and the Oscars are, as Jane Campion has shown us, an opportunity for people to rip other people to shreds. And yeah. so, you know, yeah, I, I do also agree. Right. But it is interesting to me that this tempest in a teapot has created so much attention and I get it because it is shocking. It was a surprise. It does touch on so many things. Right. But I draw a parallel to what's happening in Ukraine with this, right? And <laughs> okay. Okay. And this is what happened last night when I said this at dinner. Everybody looked at me like, are you smoking pot? And it's like, no, 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 no. But it's very hard to process when a country like Russia right. just slaps another country like Ukraine. Right. I don't mean to make right. this, I'm not making light of that situation, right? And it does begin to reawaken those uh, fears of nuclear annihilation and the end of mankind, right? Mm -hmm. Because that mm -hmm. could fucking happen. Mm -hmm. um, and how do you process that? Well, we don't know. We don't know how to process that, right? But 
a man slapping another man, right, publicly in a shocking way is something that we can process. We can understand that. So I think that all of the attention that's been paid to Will Smith is sort of a reaction to our our nation's unease with how do we respond to Russia? Can't do that, but let's respond to Will Smith. Interesting. And if we could figure the Will Smith thing out, then we're one step closer. Oh, we've got a blueprint. We know what to do when somebody does something that's inappropriate and harms other people. And mm-hmm. now we just have to evict Vladimir Putin from the um, academy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, there you go. I heard that Kiev was back in, in uh, Ukrainian hands. I've heard the same thing. And then I've also heard this is much more our show. So we'll do a public we'll do a political apology next. Oh, we're doing the okay. Pope, right? Yeah, we're doing the Pope. Oh, we're planning on air. Um, <laughs> and we're not doing the Pope sexually, everybody. We're doing his apology. Oh my God. Um, so, well, <laughs> God would be a part of it. Um, all right. So gross. Let's get back to Chris Rock. Um, do you think that Will Smith hit Chris Rock because Chris Rock is smaller in stature? Because he's smaller in stature? Yeah. No, but like, do he, I think it made it easier for him? Yeah. Do you think he would have hit Dave Chappelle? I don't know how big Dave Chappelle is, but well, I mean, uh, I think Dave yeah. Chappelle would have ripped. I have Will no Smith's idea how off. brave Will Smith is. Mm. I can't even speculate. I have no idea. Mm. Why? Are you, do you think it's only because Chris Rock was shorter? I don't think it's only, but it did occur to me that like I don't see him doing it to Dave Chappelle. Huh? Right. Um, what does that mean? I guess it means I'm afraid of Dave Chappelle. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, hey, look I over there. <laughs> that was a point that went nowhere, but it was yeah, fun. That's all right. Um, so let's give the apology a rating and let's make it for the statement, the April 1st statement that um, he came out with. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit already. I think that the good things about this apology are that he said he will fully accept any and all consequences for his conduct. He resigned from membership in the Academy. Um, and he said that change takes time and I'm committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence to overtake reason. So, uh, and he, he acknowledged who he had betrayed. Um, he said, you know, his Chris, his family, my friends, everyone in attendance and global audiences at home, basically the entire world. <laughs> um, he betrayed the trust of the Academy. So he did take responsibility for what he did. Um, I think he hit most of the key parts of an apology. Um, I, I, okay, just the apology itself, I give it a seven. Uh, yeah, but because I don't like the whole situation and I'm not happy with it, I would give it much lower. But I think just just purely focusing on the content of the apology, I give it a seven. Okay, that's crazy because um, <laughs> also me too, right? Um, yeah. It's like, I don't like what he did. I don't think you can really apologize for that in words as much as you yeah, know you gotta act. yeah right you gotta prove over time um which it is not gonna happen all is a little self-serving but he did yeah. say and it, and f- so what puts it above a five right um is the statement of it's not indicative of the man i want to be that was the earlier apology oh okay um 
uh, yes, you're right. So I'll say that that statement sort of for me signals that there is some sincerity here, yeah. right? That this isn't self-serving. Um, and so six. Okay. All right. Usually you're higher than me, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, there was a moment where I was like, oh, it probably really an eight. And then it's like, oh God, no, I can't give it that high. I did smack somebody across the face. Um, <laughs> and I think it's that thing of I'm having a harder time separating the act from the apology Whereas you've yeah. done a better job of that. So 6.82. <laughs> All right. We'll just call it a seven. <laughs> it's a seven. Um, do you have an apology accepted or uh, apology expected or a, um, a, a who sorry now? A what or a who? <laughs> I uh, don't either. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, you did last week, I think, too. Um, I forgot. I've forgotten too, but let's see. Um, do I have a Hollywood apology? Uh, I've never hit anybody, so uh, um, I would go. Oh well, mm, no, I was. I'm hitting the Ukraine and the Russian soldiers, so we'll say that um, at a future point, apology expected from Russia for war crimes. It'll be the Russian okay. military, and they're going to say, we were just doing what that evil dictator forced us to do. But Hopefully we all live long enough to make it to the apology. Right. Yep, exactly. And so we'll see what happens on, on that front. But I would say an apology will be coming from the Russian military. Expected at some future <laughs> point. It might be a I'll generation from now. Okay, fair enough. I am going to say, um, this is dumb, but I apologize to the hotel I'm staying in for flooding the bathroom yesterday. Um, what? Because they, um, so I'm in, I'm in like a, a accessible room and the shower is basically like part of the floor and it's, it, there's no bathtub. It's just a shower and it's the same level as the floor, but there's a tiny little like lip that's supposed to keep the water in and it doesn't. Uh -huh. So the entire bathroom basically flooded and I didn't notice until I got out of the shower. So I had to, you know, use all the towels there were to soak up the water and drag it down the drain. And that was unpleasant, but I, I feel kind of bad about it because the towels were soaking wet when the maids came and, you know, I do feel a little bad about it, so I am sorry. It wasn't my fault, though. It was your damn fault for building this bathroom this way. <laughs> you made me do it. <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay, good. I thought you meant like you had to call, uh, uh, no. not housekeeping, but uh, maintenance. Plumbing and like, yeah, yeah, like something really massive no. had happened. Thank um, God. It, it was not that embarrassed. Well, once again. What? Nothing. <laughs> did you, uh, All right. did you I don't, a, what i was gonna say didn't you have another flood incident but that was at your house in my house yeah yes. i'm surrounded by flooding bathrooms yeah and then yeah. i had one here it's never my fault um did you i did where i had to flush that piece of lint down the sink in the laundry room oh yeah 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 i i haven't um had any ocd with water in a while because of that so That's hooray good. yeah Yay. or lint Okay. All right. I think that's it from us for this week. Next week, we'll have the Pope, as we mentioned. Pope's apologized for something. We'll see yeah. how he did. 
Yes, we will. And it, I, I can't <laughs> He's wait. He's infallible, so it's probably a perfect apology. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. On that note, week. yes. Have a we'll cre- talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at ApologiesAccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted. And on Instagram at Apologies.Accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>